You just can't beat the team pursuit when you've got a team that's capable of winning races. Yeah. I think that like it's amazing when you can win on your own, but winning with three of like because you spend so much time together. So winning with three of your mates is just like yeah. that feeling. You don't get that mm. Um, mm. in any other discipline. Maybe the medicine, but um, yeah, team pursuit is pretty special. Welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift Legends, episode 92. And today's guest is Ali Wollaston from AG Insurance Sudal, the absolute weapon who took out stage one of the women's tour down under. And she didn't just take out stage, she absolutely smoked everyone in the sprint. No one got near her with no lead out, nothing. She's a powerhouse and not only did she win stage one and take the leader's jersey, her first world tour win, uh, on stage three, she was absolutely instrumental in, um, you know, in keeping Sarah safe throughout the stage and, and, and basically resurrecting Sarah um, from her positioning uh, many times throughout the stage. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, I wanted to talk to Ali as soon as she won, you know, because she's been on my radar since last Tour Down Under and she had such a good uh, season last year, particularly on the track, and I really was so keen to chat with her, but I thought I'd wait till Tour Down Under, and when she won the stage, you know, when you win a stage here at Tour Down Under, there's a lot of media around, particularly if you win it as an Oceania-based rider, an Australian or a New Zealander, they start frothing all over you, you know, you got all the media want a piece, and I didn't want to ask her after the stage, um, or even the next day, I thought I'd wait till the men's race begun, and she had a few days to just chill out, relax, um, and sort of unwind. Because not only is it a, a stressful period physically, but emotionally too, with all of that stuff going on. Particularly if you haven't had that level of attention yet. So, um, yeah, it was really good to catch up. We sat down in the Hilton. We love the Hilton. Maybe next year they'll um, put me up there in the five star suite. Um, and yeah, we talked about. Her stage win, we talked about her sort of development as a rider, um, we talked about uh, stage three and how um, Ali and her teammate Kim Lacourt LeBleau worked together with Sarah Gigante to try and keep her well positioned, you know, and all the battles they went through on that day. And Ali really details uh, terrifically, you know, how they did that, how they communicated throughout the stage, the sort of frustrations as well. Um, of trying to you know make it work because obviously Sarah was struggling with that throughout that stage um, and they just did such a good job so that was really interesting I think you guys will love that and then we talk about the track uh, it's a big focus for Ali if you think she can ride a bicycle on a road bike good lord wait till you see her on the track she is a demon on the team's pursuit team the Omnium she's really talented at and just any of the bunch races she won multiple world cups uh, last year and um, yeah, she's a force. So we talk about the track, her focus on that, uh, the team's pursuit, Paris Olympics. Oh, you guys are gonna love it. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Legends, we're gonna give away the Bora Hans Grower Lacole rain jacket. It is coming, it's gonna be at the end of the episode. I'll pick someone out and I'll tell you what, kudos to everyone. You did a great job in the comments. So many good ones. It's really hard for me to pick a winner. Um, and I'll have to create some new criteria so it's a bit more random because it's tough to pick. I need a generator to do it for me. Um, but hey, shout out to Pro Cycling Kit Sales. Remember, head to their Instagram or their website. You can use TPR10, save 10% off any of their kit. 
um, super cool pro-issued kit. And just go to the Instagram and look at the stories because Paul, the owner, he puts up all the stuff for sale and it's just awesome. You get to see what kit's available. Every team is there and it's really well priced. So check it out. Use TPR10. Bike racks as well. Don't forget about bike racks. If you're at TDU, check out their stand at the expo. You can see what I mean or watch my video on YouTube. Um, use TPR20. You save 20% off if you want bike racks in your house. These are awesome. You just use them and, um, you know, if you're looking for a, just a nice product that works, these are it. You know, take it from me. I'm not selling shit here. It's good stuff and they support the TPR podcast and also Legends Zwift. This is it. Zwift are the title sponsor and they have been for now going into our third year we've got massive things planned uh this year it's crazy and uh yeah get on zwift if you you know now's the time to just start up the subscription again if you're aussie based thinking about winter start it up now and just get the legs sticking over on the ergo again get that feel back and then start going for some achievements start up a training plan so when the time comes when winter arrives and we all need to get back on that ergo your legs have already got that season sort of feel, you know, because it takes a while to get used to the ergo. So get on Zwift. We love them. And, uh, you know, they sponsor some of the world's biggest races. And they also sponsor the best podcast ever, right? Okay, legends. Time to get stuck into this episode. It's Ali Wollaston. She's an absolute legend. Go the new Plymouth. We love it. I'll see you on the next one. Speaking with Neve just before, Ali, and we were discussing how um, it's kind of weird you finish on Sunday, but then you still got to kind of keep things ticking over, right? Because you've got yeah. Thursday or tomorrow um, with the criterion. But um, what's that mean like? Like trying to, I don't know, you come off like a big high, you know, yeah. great stage finish for the team, and then still got to keep things rolling. Yeah, it is a bit random. I think last year I much preferred the layout of doing the pre-tour crit. Yeah. Um, especially having it in the city circuit was amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does just lengthen things out a little bit because I guess like the time from TDU to Cadell's could be a really good training block. Mm-hmm. But then you just have this criterium chucked in. So it's like, am I still racing or mm-hmm. do you train through it? Or um, So yeah, we're still just using it as a training block. Um, like we'll still ride in the morning and yeah. on the day of the crit and everything, but yeah, it definitely does lengthen things out for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I hope next year that they get the crit goes back to being in the city, mm. you know. And then also like I mean, uh, Carly and um, Nettie said like in some interview throughout the week that next year looks like it's a matter of what the next stage will be, not if there'll be an additional. You know, they'll add a stage. Oh, okay. So they're definitely going to be another yeah. stage, but mm-hmm. what it will be will be... Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so that'd be good if we can see, like, another stage. Yeah, that would be great. Right. Another sprint stage would be nice. Another sprint stage would <laughs> yeah. be good, actually. I mean, I yeah. think the hill climbers probably wouldn't agree, but another stage would, is great for everyone. Well, the I hill love climb, putting out the tour. Yeah, the hill climbers get the GC belt, too. Mm, so yeah. versus once upon a time, the TDU, at least for the men's, was like a sprint war. Yeah. Like, Gripple yeah, yeah. won the bloody GC. Yeah. Like, twice. Um, yeah, a bit crazy, but uh, I wondered the stages, like, is the stage length good? Do you look at that, the stage length's like 100, 110, is that, do you like that or do you um, want more? Yeah, I mean, it's early season, so I suppose it 
Oh, it makes sense for it to be a little shorter, but I think it would be much appreciated if it was longer. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, there's not many races in Europe you do that are 100, under 100k. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, they're short, yeah. really short, and the racing's over so fast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would love if it was longer, but I understand, like, for the organisation, it can't be easy to make. Yeah. You know, like, the, it's growing so fast from year to year. So, yeah, just baby steps. There's definitely for other, now, but, yeah. yeah. I think they're trying to make everything longer, um, which would be great. Another stage, longer stages, um, yeah. yeah, would be a step in the right direction. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it being so short. Yeah, <laughs> and you're right, start yeah. of the season too for most people. So that's like, yeah. you don't want to, like, nuke everyone. Mm. Is, is, like, I guess in the men's, like, a long stage, say for a stage race, is, is like you, when you get your 200s. Mm. What's, what's that number for the women's? For it to be long? Yeah, like like what would you long? consider long? Um, I think my longest race I've done was Flanders. Is that 160? 160, yeah, 160. Around 160, um, which is a pretty decent ride. It's quite long. It's a big day on the um, bike. Yeah, it's yeah. quite long. Um, <laughs> but I think there was a stage in the tour that was 178, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was getting up the there. Um, but they're pretty rare. Yeah. I think a lot of the classics are around 150, 160, um, like the one-day races and a couple of days at the Giro were quite long but mm. um yeah around that like 160 mark I reckon is pretty it's, it's quite long mm. yeah. uh and it's interesting because you know it's like I guess we don't even know what that's like and as the stages yeah. are getting you know more races are getting bigger and better and then longer, they started having yeah. more resources to do to have longer stages too and but you don't always need them mm. uh I wondered when you like you win stage one <laughs> how good like that was fucking awesome and <laughs> If you were in the village, you would have been like, Ali's going to win because I was pumping your tyres up big time. Oh, yeah. But on the coverage, they're like, oh, she's a good chance. But obviously, you always, they're always going to be looking at, at the Jayco team and like, mm. you know, and fair play, they had a good good team. Maybe they didn't quite nail the strategy, but um, getting that win, that was sick. I shouldn't swear. But what do you actually get? Because I saw on the podium, you get that little orange tube thing. It was thing. a vase. It was a vase. Kind of like a glass? Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. you got like a box of chocolates or something? And I got a box of flowers, oh. which I grabbed, yep. and the flowers just flew out of the box. Oh, oh, so embarrassing. Oh, and there's a photo of me as well. But they hand and, you all the oh, stuff at once. All at once. Oh, oh I was so overwhelmed up there. Yeah, like here's a koala, here's the flowers, yeah. you've dropped the flowers. No champagne though, no champagne. Really? Yeah, but I was the only one on the podium, so it would have been, I would have just been spraying it on myself. Still. Um, but yeah. Okay. There were a lot of gifts. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of excess baggage, I reckon, on the way home yeah. to get them. Well, I wonder if you do take them back. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of maybe just like giving them to the team and they can take it to service course. Um, oh, yeah. And I take a couple of things home. Um, but yeah, I'll see how much room I've got in the suitcase. Do they have like a, um, do they have an area in the service course where all there's like, um, yeah, yeah, little oh, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, or like, or they can give it to sponsors. I've given a couple of oh, like, yeah. trophies and stuff to sponsors. Otherwise, they just like live at home in New Zealand, and we, yeah, I don't know. There's not a huge amount of room yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, they do I think, take yeah, I think the space. sponsors really like it when they have stuff to show oh. in their offices and jerseys and definitely stuff like that. So, mm. yeah. I kind of like the trophy. It looked mm. alright. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, um, actually, made me think of. Uh, for Formula One fans, there's a, a Hungary F1, right? Mm. In Hungary. And they, the winners of the F1 get 
these like the whole podium they're kind of sized you know small medium large when he gets the large one and then these like vases that apparently take like they're made handmade by some special you know you know, mini what's mosaic person yeah right yeah he makes these beautiful Whoa. things they take like four months yeah wow and they get these awesome trophies and one of the guys who finished on the podium uh leclerc is no it wasn't leclerc it was, it was norris but he broke it oh, on the podium on the podium oh. like spraying champagne and yeah, then no one nice. knew how no one knew the story about the trophies about the until trophy, they yeah. broke them oh. and yeah they didn't yeah. know so they made another one but sometimes it's kind of cool to see like yeah, the story yeah, behind the trophies. That's true. Mm. Yeah, a lot of the time with the track cycling stuff, it'll be um, like the trophies will have like a lot of significance to the country you're in. Mm -hmm. Like in Jakarta, we had like a statue of some. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually not entirely sure yeah. what it was, and the same thing in Cairo as well. Like oh. super unique trophies with the track, which is yeah. quite cool actually. Yeah. yeah, better than just your standard cup, you know. Got a bit of a story behind it. I'm keen to talk about Cairo later, actually, and <laughs> all of them, actually. Um, I was watching you really closely on stage two. Mm. You weren't that far away. Like Wasn't I? No, but you only yeah. got distance. Yeah, you were yeah. still pretty close. Like, yeah. you are hanging on. I mean, I was... You were hanging on. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a nice feeling, is it? Just <sighs> I was just getting strung along. Was, <laughs> you yeah. were in like the corner yeah, of the picture, I know. like the whole time. I was thinking as down. well, like the, in the live stream, I was thinking, oh, I know they're going to be talking about me, and I know I need to move up, but I just can't. Yeah, I you was just, just so tired. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I, I was don't pretty. Think they were talking about you too much though. They did oh, okay. feature on the screen, but I was looking for you to see where you okay. were, and like you held on for a long time. I did. Kudos. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's really hard. Someone's yeah. gonna be watching. Like lap by lap, it was just getting the morale was just getting worse and worse. Ah. I was thinking, like first lap, I said in the team radio, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm good. Right, we'll be fine. Right. I reckon we still go for the sprint. Second lap, started saying, oh, girls, I'm not feeling good today. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, yeah, the wheels are falling <laughs> off. Oh, <no. laughs> yeah, and then maybe halfway through the second lap, I said, yeah, we no way, we don't sprint for me. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm not good. We go all in for Sarah. Um, and yeah, as soon as I said that, I was just like this weight off my shoulders. <sighs> okay. Did fine. you then let go? Or did you still try and hold? I was still trying. Okay, I mean, right. yeah. What's it? It was just another lap. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I mean, I maybe could have held on to the jersey. I wouldn't have got a stage win, but yeah, maybe could have held on for a little bit longer. But yeah. Oh, that's okay. I reckon something like that's in your wheelhouse, eh? Mm. Like, still plenty of time yeah, yeah exactly and you were there yeah you were still there it's maybe just when they kicked it was like yeah okay. it was a real shame like because initially going into this week i wouldn't have looked at stage one like stage one i think i had a good chance yeah but stage two i reckon was going to be my stage yeah, yeah. so i think like that real lumpy terrain normally suits me mm. but then on stage two i just i wasn't I wasn't there this wasn't uh, upstairs oh. yeah i think i just maybe the pressure of like being in a leader's jersey for the first time and really um yeah i don't know i think it all like it all adds up like post-race doing like anti-doping not riding home like the media interest the podium the mm. like coming home and getting like super and yeah like yeah. a lot of interest on social media and everything like that and it's all super exciting but i think yeah it was quite taxing i didn't know how told. taxing it was yeah okay um so yeah it's just like super interesting because i've never really been in that position before like yeah. at a world tour race um which was super cool i mean i'm not <laughs> saying it doesn't yeah like it, but, but it's, it's new it definitely, yeah it's yeah. a new experience and i think yeah for sure it was like a definitely took that into stage two 
good practice. Yeah. Good, good yeah, practice nice. for later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, stage three, that was, you know, I've so far, I mean, been in a stage, and even if I wasn't down there, I'd watch every minute. And stage three was like, this is a roller coaster, because, you know, really, especially me personally, we're going for Sarah. You know, there's lots of you know, women I'd love to see win, but Sarah, I'd 100% really want to do win. I wanted her to win, and like yourself and uh, Kim LaCourt, mm-hmm. LeBlow, is that how you say it? Cool. Yeah, Kim yeah. LaCourt, yeah. I'm not sure um, the other women on the team as well, but though you two in particular did a fucking shift, eh? You guys worked a serious <laughs> we <were working>. shift. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my lord, oh, Sarah. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously there's still like things she could work on with yeah. the bunch and stuff, and and you know, a long time out of the game, so fair enough. But like the crosswinds mm. and like, you guys did so well, and I wondered like during that whole time, are you are you are you communicating with her or is yeah. it more about just finding each other and you just know, okay, once you find it, let's go or mm-hmm. how's yeah, it working? Yeah, I think it was, it was a little bit tricky. Like, I suppose I had never raced with Sarah. Like, it was her first race with the team. Yeah. So, like, the way that people communicate is super different. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I lost track of how many times I said on the day into my radio, Sarah, where are you? Sarah, are you yeah. with teammates? Sarah, 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 do do Sarah that. are you at the back? Are you at the front? Right. Are you in the like tell me where you are and I think a lot of the time when she was a bit nervous in the peloton wouldn't respond obviously because it's yeah, cause so bloody just stressful to, of course yeah um, and taking your hands off the bars to use the so thing, yeah, right? yeah yeah and then she goes yeah I'm at the back I said okay I'm coming yeah come pick you up take you to the front yeah. and it was kind of just a little bit of a cycle like that but yeah. the communication was like really good within the team and I think we all took turns of looking out for Sarah yeah uh, like yeah. a couple of, of us would hold position at the front one go back pick her up yeah um and kind of have a sweeper at the back as well just for sarah um a lot of the time but yeah i mean when we got to the crosswinds that was just Uh, yeah yeah. that was a tough looks like she got really spooked too yeah particularly i think when you guys were it might have been i think you came up a little bit afterwards but she was definitely behind kim and they were right on the gutter yeah and it looked scary anyway because yeah we're drilling it and she was right on that well protected Mm -hmm. but as soon as someone moved that yeah. way, I could you could kind mm-hmm. of see that yeah. packing it a bit. I see, yeah, <laughs> I said because there was like a I don't know maybe a three k stretch or maybe five k of just this fast tailwind leading into the oh, crosswind fuck. section, and it was like we turned right after the intermediate sprint. We were at the front, and I said, Sarah, where are you? I'm at the back. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm shit. coming. And so I went back. Um, and I was like, Sh- we need to move forward yeah, yeah, or we're yeah. about to get piped yeah. like really, really oh, bad. And I said that to Sarah, I said, we move up now, moved up and she wasn't on my wheel. I was like, okay, we, we really need to move up. <laughs> like, please, I'm not sure Sarah. I'm going to be all right. I'm not sure I can Sarah, help you please. in the crosswinds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just took it on my stride, like took it on my stride, yeah. picked her up. Um, we were literally in last position going into the crosswinds. Oh okay. my God. Right. We're about to work here. Oh and then... God. Yeah, I did a big turn to try and move her up, but um, yeah, and then she ended up towing me back onto the groove. Like we dropped, um, she dropped the wheel, so I went back with her, and I was so tapped that I was like, I actually can't. Oh, I can only do so much. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> you know? that's right. Yeah. So then she she took a turn on the front and just mowed herself back on and the crosswinds. I was like, Bloody what? We'll what can this girl not crazy. do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's impressive. amazing. Um, but, but yeah, it's all, all part of it. It's interesting it was though. my job, so. Yeah, well, just to, yeah. even the talking during the stage and stuff like that, most people wouldn't know that. I don't even know that, that you're actually going, where are you in the mm. bunch? Like, it's really interesting because 
um, you just think sometimes it's too hard to talk mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. That's probably another skill, right? It's like yeah, for just, sure. Just being able to ride with one hand on the bars mm. when you're buckled too, mm -hmm. or freaked out. Yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. And then that last, well, you did two. You know, the last of the eight Ks came up once with Kim as well, and then oh, Sarah just missed it, mm -hmm. and then. Then you came back again for the big hero <laughs> turn. How good was that? that was, <laughs> you just let it all go. Yeah, but yeah. that was a seriously, that was like a, that's a kitchen stuff, Mambo. Um, sneezing. Bless you, sir. Um, <laughs> but last one, that move, that got a like sixth, seventh wheel. Yeah. That last one. Yeah. And, you know, you know, fair play. Who knows? Maybe she was 50th. She probably still would have. She probably still up, would have but won, that was but a she key could, yeah, moment, couldn't have man. gone from the bottom. Yeah, yeah that was such a yeah. big shift to do it twice. Mm. And I'm sure the um, climb felt great after that. Oh, so good. The handbrake <laughs> came on. Was the yeah. crowd good? Crowd was good. Yeah. yeah, and Sarah was Sarah went from the bottom. So we were just hearing on the race radio, like, oh, come on, Sarah, come oh, on, Sarah. Shit. And then we were all, like, all of us five girls were just taking turns on the radio, just screaming at her. Oh, really? Come on, Sarah, oh, come on, Sarah. sick. Yeah. It was, yeah, we were literally just cutting each other off on the radio, just oh, everyone wow. was screaming at her, DS was screaming at her. Um, yeah, and then she finished, and I still had bloody two Ks to go on the climb. Holy but, shit. Oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, that's so cool, Tuna. As you're all riding. It was really cool, yeah. On the coverage, like, have you watched the climb back? That yeah. Mm -hmm. When that moment when she, when Cecile dropped yeah, the wheel and then yeah. she looked back, yeah. like, you, know, you would have known that feeling you get when you're oh, dropping yeah. someone. Yeah. That would have gave you extra boost. But yeah. when that happened, at least in the village, it was fucking packed. It was amazing. It was yeah. packed in there. And it's when that wheel dropped, all the crowd was like, <laughs> yeah. going crazy. Oh, so cool. It was really, yeah. really sick. And uh, like, yeah. I think when a, when a race ends that way, mm -hmm when someone rides someone off the wheel, yeah. or rides everyone off the wheel, yeah. like that. In a headwind up climb. I know, like, after yeah. all that's happened, yeah. you know, I think it was really good for the race, eh? like yeah. as a spectacle. It was amazing, yeah. Um, I've never seen anyone climb like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be never close enough <laughs> to the person climbing. You win the sprint, Sally. You win the sprint. Yeah, so. when she took off, like, I did a burner to get her to yeah. the front. Like, yeah. I was moving and I was yeah as soon as I pulled off that was me done like I stopped pedaling and then she just attacked from the wheel bloody hell what am I doing wrong everyone has their skills everyone has their skills unbelievable uh so and also I don't know if I said but well done for winning stage one. Oh, thank way. you. That's awesome. Yeah, you thank you very much. And you smoked them. You <laughs> smoked them. No, yeah, no lead out, just smoked them. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about track. Mm -hmm. Last year you had a great season on the track. So the year before, but you took a few World Cup wins, yeah. which is wicked. Mm -hmm. um, collected quite a few. What's, uh, what's your favourite discipline? On, on the, the track? track? Yeah, on the track. Um, pretty on tough question, actually. Um, I'm having like a massive focus on the Omnium for this year, but mm. I'm not sure I'd say that's my favourite discipline. Okay. I think, yeah, you just can't beat the team pursuit when you've got a team that's capable of winning races. Yeah. I think that like, it's amazing when you can win on your own, but winning with three of like, because you spend so much time together, so winning with three of your mates is just like yeah. that feeling. You don't get that mm. Um, mm. in any other discipline. Maybe the medicine, but um, yeah, team pursuit is pretty special. Where you, especially when you can't, you can't win without the others. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's not like a football team where yeah. 
maybe there's a star player, you can have a shit game, you still win. Mm -hmm. But everyone has to be on, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, and I didn't know, I was doing some research before, I didn't have to do a lot, but I was just reading that, I didn't know that in 2021 you had a concussion before Olympic selection, is that right? Um, and you kind of, it's hurt your chances a little bit of... Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it would have hurt my chances. I think the, um, the yeah, I did have a concussion, but that probably didn't have anything to do with oh, okay, selections. Okay. I think, yeah, a policy came out which essentially said that everything from, I think maybe, I'm getting my years mixed up, from before, like, March 2021, yeah. anything after that date, it doesn't count oh, right. so yeah that was just like i don't know like a cut off for results performances pretty much okay, yeah okay, which okay. was a real shame because when the games got postponed i was like perfect yeah. i've got a whole year yeah you know to prove myself again which was like amazing but the cut off yeah was... but but then it was it kind of just yeah, yeah the door kind of just slammed in all of the development girls faces which was a real shame yeah um and probably wasn't communicated super well um, but the con yeah, the concussion was, it oh. was a big bump in the road, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say it contributed to oh, the okay. selection. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I was talking with Sam Wells about this um, last, yeah, a couple of days ago, and we were talking about Paris and like, uh, is it like, well, I guess is it, is it difficult and like, of course, to be selected, but it'll be great to go, but is it hard to balance road and track? Like, um, like throughout the season? Yeah, throughout the season, then also like, you know, just even thinking ahead, like when you're training, like you mm. might be training for, a, preparing for a race, but then also in the back of your mind, you might be thinking about some training you've got to do for the track that's following yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's just like meticulous planning, which is not my strength. Yeah. <laughs> Does the coach do that? You just... So that's my coach's job. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, I mean, okay. you've got to have goals and prioritise what you want in the year. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, for me this year, like even juggling this month I'm missing out on a whole month of like really key track sessions oh, yeah. with the team pursuit girls which is super valuable mm. um and like kind of had to sacrifice that for yeah. this racing block do you um, make that decision though or is that more the uh, team a lot of it was the team because obviously it's so easy for me to just pop over here and do of course, this yeah. racing and yeah. I love this racing so it's not a burden for me but yeah, just juggling, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm lucky I've still got time once I go back home because I go home after Adelaide. Of course, yeah. Nations Cup and then, yeah, have like a, maybe a month and a half of um, still track time. Oh, so that's good. It's okay. not like I have nothing. If yes. I had nothing, I probably wouldn't be here. Um, but yeah, it is pretty hard just juggling um, both of them, but it's just planning. And yeah, like I said, prioritizing what you actually want out of the year. Mm, okay. Yeah. Where, where's home in New Zealand? Um, in, like halfway between Hamilton and Cambridge, so in the Waikato. It's maybe 15 minutes from the velodrome. Oh, oh that's good, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. This is where my house is, where my family, my family house is. I, well, I, for those who, everyone who listens must think that I'm from WA because I just pump up Western Australia all yeah. the time. But I live there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a born again Sandgroper, but I was actually born in New Plymouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we live. Uh, we my dad's got his house there, and it's right out the right behind the Taranaki Cycle Park. Okay. But it was built after we left, so yeah, right. I came back for a holiday once, and it's kind of like there's this bike path that goes along the coastline to mm. the city centre. And I was from the house. I was watching people ride along, and then 
here comes some glasses. And uh, anyway, I was riding people, watching people ride along. And then mm. I, everyone's riding to the city part, you know, nice coastal road. And someone rode the other way. And I was like, where's that guy going? And I didn't know, but I'd been there a week and there was bloody velodrome right there with the outdoor right. track. Yeah, true. With, with an outdoor Kermes circle on the outside. Yeah, right. And it like goes down to the coast, there's cows and stuff. And like, I brought my bike and everything. And this thing was like 500 meters oh, away no. from me. So, Tragic. what a loss. I know, I was there, I was only oh, there for two more days. Yeah. But I went and took my mountain bike yeah, and I ripped nice. around. I was born in New Plymouth as well. Really? Yeah, sure was. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Small world. It is a small world. Yeah. So there you go. I didn't spend a lot of time there though. Okay. Yeah, grew up in Auckland. Yep. Yep. And then went to boarding school in Cambridge. Mm. And then just have stayed there ever since. Wow. Yeah. I knew there was something. I knew there was something about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> New Plymouth. Love it. Okay. Uh, yes. Now, what about this? Teens Pursuit. There seems to be the, um, the excitement about Teens Pursuiting has just, I don't know, it's just come, just gone back up. The mm. last like two Olympics, I think maybe since the, you know the time started really plummeting and all that tech starts going up. Do you reckon now the tech advancements are making bigger gains than what you could as like you know the four on the track? You know, like how if you all lift up more, is the advancements that the techs now bringing in more? You know, yeah. like what's more important? It seems like it's almost like on a knife edge, because it used to be, yeah. I don't know, say 20 years ago, it was like, who's the strongest unit, you know? They're in these yeah. weird positions, yeah, they yeah. bikes are rubbish. But now it's like, fuck, you gotta get, the equipment's get super aero. important, right? Yeah, yeah, super important. I mean, I'm probably not the best person to speak to in terms of the science behind it all. <laughs> I'm terrible with numbers. People just give me the equipment, I ride my bike. Yeah, you just ride it, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, for sure, like we, we have done, a, like obviously a lot of work going into the games around aero testing, just yeah. like every other nation has. Yeah. Um, but the improvements that you can see just from your like recovery power and lead power on the wheels, um, having lower CDA, like mm. obviously it makes sense, but just like seeing it on paper when you're testing baseline position versus a new position or mm. new skin suits or new helmet or yeah, like actually seeing the data, it is pretty amazing the difference it makes. Yeah. Um, Cause I've like always been one to think, oh, if I'm strong enough, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what, what can they do? Yeah. Like what's a new set of bars gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Which is just such a naive and then you see thought. It, and then I saw it and I was like, okay, why didn't I do this <laughs> maybe three years ago? Um, but yeah, I think every country's doing it, so it's just going to step up. Like every Olympic cycle, I don't, yeah, What's coming I don't know. Next, you so. have to, yeah, you got to ask a question like, when does it stop? Or yeah. where do you draw the line? Or, yeah, yeah. But it, do, it makes a massive, massive difference. But that's not to say that training doesn't help. Yeah, of either. course. I mean, you've got you can't to just stick anyone off the, the street. Or yeah. Give them the skin suit and uh, sure. go get in the. Get yeah. in the posse. But it's like the handling of the bike as well. Because when you're in these like such aggressive positions, you can only see so much yeah. through gaps. So it's like, yeah, doing the work. It's not just getting on the bike, but it's riding the bike and getting used to riding on the wheels yeah, and changing, everything like back, that. Yeah. Is, it just changes. As soon as you change something on your bike, you have to get used to it. Oh, so. shit. Yeah, there's a bit going on. The changing in the teams with suit is like, one of the best things to watch, eh? Oh, yeah. And doing it as well, right? Yeah. You come up and then you get yeah. that, you know, bank back it's down It's good when the you wheel. nail it. Yeah, when you, you nail it. Free, <laughs> <laughs> when it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. When you don't, you're like, yeah. another effort oh, to get on the wheel. It's ugly, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, I guess it's like, yeah, the positions too, like the last couple, or well, the last Olympics and some of the last 
World Cups, like, you know, people have ridden into the back of each other in yeah. individual pursuits. Yeah, like, and bars breaking. And oh, my God. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. There's a lot, yeah, a lot to play with those with new equipment. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, the Kiwi stuff's very good. And yeah, um, the Aussies are trying everything to yeah. get close. They've got oh, their I think new, every nation will. They will, yeah. yeah. Their um, new bike comes out tomorrow, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're, very they're, nice. They're releasing it somewhere. Very um, nice. Rhymes with tractor, mate. Um, this is going you out after it, it's released anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the old tractor. It's a John Deere. Yeah. Steel. Uh, okay, um, I've got some questions for you. Okay. All right, I won't keep you too long. And also, thank you. Yeah, no stress. Thank you very much, because I'm sure you've been pulled in many directions. Uh, what's your favourite um, chocolate bar that's only found in New Zealand? Oh, Whitakers. Oh, really? Oh, my God, yeah. God, what Should else say, would you say? I like the Perky Nana. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them in the freezer. I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I don't hate them, but I certainly wouldn't say they're my favourite. I used to work at the kiosk at Pukekohe Park in New Plymouth. Okay. And uh, there was like, I was Fantastic. like 10 years old. I used yeah. to wear this multicoloured street shirt. <laughs> and my payment for working in there was like, I could just eat what I wanted. And I used to get the perky How good is that? And put it, and the chocolate fish, and put them in the freezer. Yeah. And then I'd eat them like that. Oh, uh, yeah, see, the chocolate fish, not, that's not for me. Okay. Yeah. No fish. No. Uh, Whiskers is very good. Uh, it's cycling based. Would you prefer to race? Oh, no, just mm. which one do you prefer? In any context, Roubaix or Flanders? Flanders. Really? I don't think you'll catch me doing Roubaix for really? a while. Really? Yeah. I don't think I'm quite confident in the peloton enough yet but if you to were. ride a race like that. Yeah. Do you no. mean like would I rather win one or the other or well, just rather race it? Just rather race it. Yeah, Flanders. Okay. And actually winning as well. I think I'd rather win that Flanders. That would be elite. Okay. Yeah. I reckon Roubaix could be in your wheelhouse. Mm. Um, what Maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, you're we'll still. See. How old are you now? Twenty. Twenty-three. Oh Just my lord! You got oodles to come. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Thirty-one. Jesus. Uh, okay. World road race champion or individual gold? At the game. Wait. Uh, what do you mean? So, in, sorry. Yeah. World road race champion. Would you prefer being a world road race champion or an individual Olympic gold medal on the track? On the track. Oh, that's a tough question. It is very actually. tough. I mean, if you were asking about, <laughs> cheers. Just <laughs> yeah. um, so the Hilton staff, I just broke all the plates. <laughs> um, if you were asking about an individual gold at the road race at the Olympics, I would definitely say world champ. Yeah. But I think, yeah, winning the Olympic gold on the track I think I would take that mm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I kind of have to because it's my focus this year. That's true. You so kind of have to. Really That's right. Let's go <laughs> on him. Let's go on him. Uh, this is from Kel. So he says, "When are you going to learn to froth the milk on the rocket? Oh. On the rocket, so you can make him a brew." <laughs> That's know. his job. <laughs> when? <laughs> why would I need? To, why would I need to learn how to do that? Yeah, true. No, it is actually. I was thinking of New Year's resolutions, and I think that might be one of them. Oh, yeah? Because we have a rocket at home. Yep. And I just have never mastered it, mostly because he can do it. Someone else can do it. He's like, do you want a brew? I'd love a brew. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you for yes, asking. Sir. Yes, sir. But maybe I will after that. It's a good skill to have, I suppose. Yeah. My uh, Two of my great friends, right? Sarah and Rob. Now, they have 
this, they've got a really nice you know, coffee set up. And they have this ritual where they, and when they, when they get up in the morning, one of them goes and makes the coffees and then they bring them back to bed and they just, you know, have the coffee bears to ritual. Love it. Since they got the new U-Butte machine, Sarah has now, it doesn't make them as good as Rob. Okay. And Rob really wants to have a proper brew. So now Sarah's done very well because now Rob is getting up every time. Fantastic. Because he makes Real it. Real power move, that one. <laughs> so That's a power move. That is a good power, power move. move by Sarah. Yeah, so good investment, that one. Well played. Yeah. And, and Kel, sorry, mate. You <laughs> flat white, please. Yeah, thank you. What would you order if you're going to a cafe, not on the bike? On the bike. Like a nice one with your friends. Yeah, probably just a small flat white. Yeah. Beautiful. Keep it simple, you know? Yeah, simple. And just standard milks? Yeah, standard yeah. milk. So milk. What's your favourite thing about Australia so far? Apart from uh, TPR podcast. Apart from TPR podcast, yeah. I would say... That's a, actually quite a tough question. The weather's been great. Weather's been fantastic. Yeah, it's been super on-off at home. Yep. Um, yeah, the weather's really hostile in New Zealand, as you probably know. <laughs> yeah, it one day it'll be real sunny, and then it will just be torrential rain and crosswinds all day. Um, yep. So yeah, I reckon the weather, yeah. actually, and the racing, obviously, but that's, mm. that's the obvious. Yeah, weather's yep. good. Yeah. You know it rained last night, though? Yeah, someone told me that, but I was in a coma, so I didn't I really... Got, uh, yeah. I was walking back from uh, eating food and got caught in the rain. I was like... Oh. I was cooking all day. Didn't even hear it. Yeah, well, it did. Uh, what's your favourite bit of kit that you receive from any of your team sponsors? Oh, what's the what's that one there? E on the shirt. Don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, I love the Oakleys. That's what Sarah said. She yeah, they're they are amazing. Good. You just can't beat them, can you? They are. They're just so it's nice. Like Nike, yeah, you know, like for the sport, they lead the yeah. game. We've got fantastic equipment though. Yeah. We're so lucky. We got the like getting the S Works shoes. Oh my god. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to TDU's at like Christmas every year because we get. Oh, that's when you get all the that's gear. That's when we get. Yeah. Maybe not all of it. I get a lot of it in Europe, but. Yeah. Get a good chunk of it here. It's mm. so nice. Got all my new Oakleys here. Byrick. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Oakleys actually. Okay. And yeah. you like the you like the Sutro lights. Yeah. Mm. They're the flat ones. Yeah, at the yeah, bottom, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I love those ones. I noticed Sarah changed for Wollonga into the radars. Yeah, Versus she the loves first the radars. Two stages, she went Sutro Light Sweeps. Oh yeah, okay. Do you change on different stages? Um, sometimes. Okay. Depends, depends on my mood in the morning, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, you might have know. like a race pair. Like I've got a yeah. pair of encoders that, and I said this to me today, so I only wear them when I'm feeling fast. And I've okay. worn them like three times. Right. <laughs> Did it go well those days? I did actually, oh, yes fantastic. I did. Oh, yep. maybe it's a secret weapon then. Yep. Yeah, I mean I, love, I race a little bit with the Kato's like in, yep. but only in like flat speedy races mm. like that. So yeah, you're right, different races I probably would wear different glasses. Okay. But maybe I wasn't conscious of that until you just pointed it You've out. You've got all the pairs, thanks yeah. to Oakley. I love Oakley's, I love Oakley's. Uh, last question, now have you heard about the lizard people theory? Lizard people theory. Yeah, so there's this thing, right, that back in the day, lizard people who are these aliens, but they're like a lizard creature, right? They're like 10 feet tall, supposedly, and they can shapeshift. 
Apparently they landed here 100 years ago and they shape-shifted into many of our world leaders and they're controlling the world. I heard this on your podcast. Yes. Yeah, so it's been discussed. I, I need to explain okay. that one. Yep. Of Copy. these three things, which do you believe in the least? Do you believe that will... Or which, yeah, which do you think is the most likely thing that's happening or happened? That lizard people are among us and maybe I am one of those. That the moon landing did not occur or that the Earth is not a sphere and is just a nice flat, mm. you know, piece in the... Yeah. I reckon the moon landing as well, I would like to be a part of. Yeah, we've got another one. That group. Yeah. That's good. We've got another Unfortunately, one. Unfortunately, because I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and I feel like that's a mess. Everyone that's what is a lot of people there. are going that way. And I listened to Georgie's one. And she, she went, was a flat earther. She went deep into it. She too. went deep into it. <laughs> she went to of Princeton. course she did. She <laughs> Who went, else would? I oh know her dad probably was like spitting that she said yeah. that. No, you but can't it was be. a very interesting theory, her one. She did like great it. in explaining that. Yep. Kudos to her. We appreciate it. But I'm the still research. gonna go with the moon landing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Neve went moon landing too. Yeah, okay. And the only people that have gone actually I removed the COVID one out of there because I didn't want to get any weirdos messaging me, but Tarlene and Zoe, they went anti-COVID as a hoax. Okay. Not really believing that, yeah, but yeah, that's what yeah, they yeah. chose. Right. There's many theories out there. A lot of theories. Mm. Mm. You can get lost in them, actually. You can. Mm. Might do that later. Just go back for seconds <laughs> yeah. to the moon landing. <laughs> yeah. Ali, thank you so much for Fantastic. coming on. That thank was really good. Me. Yeah, that was awesome. episode of the Press Room Podcast done and dusted. Big thanks to Ali Wollaston for coming on the podcast. Make sure you give her a follow on Instagram and just watch her progress. Look out for her at the Olympics because uh, I really hope she can get herself an Olympic medal um, and, uh, you know, keep progressing. And uh, I tell you what, even though in the episode she wasn't so keen on Roubaix, I reckon she can get, I reckon she's the type of rider as she develops, she will turn into a very similar rider to a to a Webers type you know like still can sprint but got a pretty strong engine as well um, you don't get around the team's pursuit team in a high performance setup like New Zealand if you don't have a proper engine uh, and if you've got the engine and the sprint well let me tell you you're gonna do all right at Roubaix look at Philipson uh, legends now oh and also leave a review on um, Apple with five stars at the bottom if you like it if you think it's five stars or on spotify um give me a rating because all the ratings help the algorithm and push you up the charts and all that sort of stuff so um yeah if you enjoy these episodes or any of them please do or share it with a friend and finally we've got to give away this bora hunt grower lacole jacket now this is hard next time i'm doing a random one because there were some great comments and thanks to everyone that uh commented i think it was like 91 odd comments in there um, and some funny ones, some standard ones, some, you know, nice, just nice comments too. But I think the one that uh, really got me was, I am Matt McDonald. You got me a good with, uh, I need this jacket in my life. Otherwise, how else am I supposed to stay dry as I fetch my bike from my bike racks before I go on Zwift? That's a real ass kisser, but I love it because it hits all the sponsors and, um, you know, the podcast would not be still running. Uh, without the beautiful sponsors. So, Mr. Matt McDonald, 
He's is a keen listener. I've seen you before, mate, and um, I'll send you a message, and he's won it. We've got one more bit of kit to give away, this two and another. I don't actually know what it is. I'll check out uh, with my man from Pro Cycling Kit Sales, and we'll um, we'll put out another kit. And if you guys use the code, right, TPR10, if you go and buy some stuff, more likely that we'll continue doing this throughout the season, and we'll give away something, you know, every second episode, uh, pending you know, how we, how we see things are going. So, um, yeah, get on there and buy some stuff. They've got everything. They've got something for everyone. But anyway, Legends, we've got one episode left for this TDU. And, uh, yeah, look forward to dropping it very, very soon. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.